Hey, welcome to Real Talk. I'm Mikkel. This is Joe. Joe, let's start with a little true and false. True and false. All right. True or false. A church is not a church without church pews. <laughs> true. Well done. <laughs> a church <laughs> is not... <laughs> We don't need that. <laughs> are we going to wait for this? <laughs> Keep going. Is not a church without a very prominently displayed cross. True. Yeah? Wait, do you need, are you asking me, do you need pews to have a church and a cross to have I a church? Do you know that I'm dyslexic? <laughs> wait, what was the first wait, question you have? A wait. church, so true or false, yes. a church is not really a it's church. not really a church. If there are no church pews. That's true. <laughs> is it? I don't understand the question. Well, can, you, can you be a little and simpler? And these are the easy ones, so. <laughs> Wait, if a church If a church does not have, okay, so tr maybe I'll just ask, how about yes or no? Joe, <laughs> does a church have to have pews to be a church? Are you on camera? I'm trying to no, He's definitely our interpreter. <laughs> you don't need pews for a church. Oh my gosh. Is that what the? These are supposed to be the easy ones. Okay, good, Kevin. Does it need a cross displayed somewhere? Just, no. Okay. Here's, here's the real one. Hard. Christians mm -hmm. are not really Christians, we're back to the true and false, if they don't go to church. You're not a Christian if you don't go to church, true or false. Is that what you're saying? Mm -hmm. You are not a Christian if you don't go to church, true. Interesting. All right. And what about? <laughs> like, go ahead. You, Here's the church. You answer all the questions, so Here's this is your reward. <laughs> Open the doors. Because what you need in a church is people. So you're saying a church isn't a church without people. Ooh. See? A church is not a church without a steeple, without pews, without people. But Without is the, the true cross. reverse the other way that I, you, I get you're not really um, a believer if you so don't you, go to church? Yeah, um, I I don't think you're you're a follower of Christ without church. Mm. Okay, so let's back up here because I do want to make this disclaimer. I think it's easy for people to say, almost dismiss with that whatever comes out of your mouth here because well he's a pastor he has to say this right. But yeah. I want to put this little disclaimer out that I know this about you that. You are intentional. Let's say you're taking your pastor hat off and you're on vacation, seven days of just Joe Hensler, not Pastor Joe. And regardless of where you are on those seven days, you are pretty intentional for the most part of finding a local church yeah, to attend. Get, yeah, whenever I'm traveling, That's true, I always right? go to church. Yeah, so mm -hmm. regardless if you're wearing your pastor hat today mm -hmm. or you've taken your pastor hat mm -hmm. off, I would say probably you would answer do you, the same when, way. When you take a few days off, do you go to church? I do. <laughs> you are Sometimes lying. I use our online option. <laughs> but you, I am not lying. When you go on a tournament with your son for soccer, you find a local church to attend? I find our local. Online stream? Online stream. I personally do both. Call me out on this. Well, you set it up. I try to do both. Because, right, you're there's an a overachiever. <laughs> You don't earn points in heaven that way, Joe. <laughs> okay, you're right. You're so, right. 
just to make that clear, yeah. these an these answers are coming for your heart. It does not yes. matter that you yes. were taking the Pastor Joe title away mm -hmm. today because I think mm -hmm. that's important. Yep. Right. If we're just going back to basics here, someone makes the decision to follow Christ, right? Mm -hmm. They are a believer. Mm -hmm. Is there anything that they can do or undo to take that away? Is there anything that they can do oh, that's great. or not do yeah. to undo the fact that they are a believer so and they've the secured you, their yeah. life in so eternity the way you're, with Jesus? The way you're framing it, which I appreciate, I think you're pushing on me well and going, wait a minute. If you're a follower of Christ, there's no way to, like if you've been adopted into the family, there's no way to get unadopted, including going to church, right? This doesn't get or you in or church. not. I would categorically agree. You're right theologically. Okay. Correct. So then? So then you don't have to go to church. Do I need to go to church? No, you don't need to. So then the question then becomes, the question again. why should I go to church? No, but what, what was the original question? The original question is, do you have to go to church to be is a Is a Christian a Christian if they don't go to church? Yeah. Boy, that's splitting hairs. Yeah. I I would still say, yeah, you could be a follower of Christ and go to heaven and have a relationship with God now that lasts throughout all eternity and never step foot in church. That's true. But it's not true. I think we have to ask, what is your ultimate goal of making that decision for Christ, right? Because if it, yeah. is it just to get your ticket into heaven, yes. then good. yeah, I guess That's you checked good. your box. But yeah. hopefully, but I also think your I think some of it is that. is what do you mean by church, hmm. right? So if it's like our definition of church, but like the biblical definition of a church is not what we do. I'm not saying we don't do church, but the biblical is just a gathering of believers. Correct. Right? Can you follow Jesus without a gathering of believers? You can, but should you? Heck no. Right. Right? Without a gathering of other people that are following Jesus too. That's all the church is. It's a gathering of people that have left sort of their past, put their hope and trust in Jesus, and said, I'm committed to following Jesus, and I'm doing it with other people. That aspect not like sitting in a pew or crosses or hymns or worship bands, but connected to other believers. Can you? Yes. Should you? Heck no. Right. And what I'm hearing there, too, is that we need to think outside of the building when we're, yes. right? It's more yeah. than the building. And outside our modern expression of whatever we call church. When the, in its purest form, what is it? It's a gathering of people that have put mm -hmm. their trust in Jesus. Can you follow Jesus without gathering with people that follow Jesus together? It's not God's design for you. Right. Because, yes, can you grow by reading the Bible without another person being involved? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Can yeah. you? We have limitless ways to watch sermons mm -hmm. without another person being involved. Absolutely. You can even worship at home. Yeah. You can, I mean, I sing my face off in my car, and it's rather impressive. Can worship on my own. <laughs> Who's the scale of impressive? It's impressive to... Strictly myself, <laughs> but it's good. <laughs> but, I mean, let's even, like, take that worshiping piece of it. Is there something that I get from worshiping with a family of believers, being in a room with everyone singing their face off, praising God, that is incomparable to what I can do in my house by myself, in my Honda Pilot by myself, yeah, I mean, you're not designed to do this alone. And there's, there's, a, there's a one anothering, I'll put it that way. There's one anothering in all aspects of the Christian life that's intended to have its expression with other people. So yes, can I sing alone? 
Of course. Should I sing alone? No, I should do it with one another. Can I read the Bible alone? Yes. Should I read the Bible alone? Yes. Should I read it with other people? Yeah. Yes. Should I pray alone? Yes. Should I pray with other people? Yes. There's this one anothering, this connected into a family, a body, that is God's intent, and we just call it church, and we have a specific expression of it that looks a certain way in modern Western culture. Is that what I would die on the hill of? Like say you have to come to church on a Sunday morning for this amount of time with a certain amount of worship songs, a certain amount of preaching and communion. It's like, uh, I wouldn't die on that hill, but gathering with believers? Yes, so that you can do life with one another and yeah. learn, pray, grow, give, serve together. Because there's, there's an aspect of me by myself that's missing something. It's more than just missing other people, but it's like, I don't have all the gifts of the Spirit. Mm -hmm. God entrusts that to a group of people, mm -hmm. not just to one, Yeah. right? So without other people, and if I try to do my Christianity independent of other people, I'm missing a massive part of God's design. Yeah, for, and the body working together. Yeah. So let's take this in one step in a little bit of a different direction because I love that we have this online ministry mm -hmm. here, this growing online ministry that allows people who physically mm -hmm. can't walk yep. into a building, people who are traveling. Mm -hmm. I know I appreciate that I can watch online, online gather with my faith church mm -hmm. when I'm traveling. I think of our ministry partners, missionaries yep. who are in other countries who yep. cannot gather in a church building. Mm -hmm. So love that we do that. Love that how, what a gift it was during COVID that we mm -hmm. were still gathering as mm -hmm. our faith church family together. And yet, I do wonder if COVID especially has created a situation where we've gotten a little bit lazy that take away the physical limitations, take away the travel piece. Mm -hmm. Has it allowed us to get a little bit lazy about mm -hmm. coming back in person? And so the question at that point shifts to, why should I worship in mm -hmm. person or why should I go to church yeah. in person? That's great. I mean, I think for us as a church, one of the things that's fascinating is way before COVID, we had made a decision as a church family and leadership team that we right. wanted to do online ministry. Like we wanted to be able to engage people online. And so there's a conversation that's happening on this topic that is post COVID that's not like that's not even our consideration as a church leadership. It's like we we had an intent for before COVID to engage people because there's people that can, as right. you say, yeah. all different reasons why people can't. So we think it's a gift from God, the technology. Is there something missing? I guess is maybe a better way of framing it as I process right. it. Is yeah. there something missing? It's like, yes, there's something missing. Can it do great things? Does it fill in lots of gaps? Does it help and serve? incredible ways as a technology. Yes, yes, yes. But if I, if we were doing this uh, real talk on FaceTime, could we have the same exact conversation on FaceTime if you were in a different room or if we were in different states? Yes. Would there be something missing if we were right. having this exact conversation yeah. on Is FaceTime? Is that level of engagement, can it's you actually ever, yeah. Right? And it, it, it's, it, there's an aspect of it that something is there, it's a gift, we can still do most things incredibly well through technology. Right, I think we do. I think, you know, it's not just the listening to a sermon, being able to worship 
I mean, we've even created space that you can be prayed for mm -hmm. on a Sunday through yep. our online ministry. But yes, is there still a different value add mm -hmm. to meeting in person? Yeah, I, I think so. I think there's something missing. But I would also say, when someone comes to church and comes into a gathering of any size, 100, 200, 500, 700, 1,000, if they walk in, they listen to the music, they listen to the prayer, they listen to the sermon, they walk out. Mm -hmm. Is there something missing there too? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. That engagement, like if everything's just coming one way yep. and you're just there for the experience and you check the box, is there something that, yes, absolutely. Yep. That's not God's design for you either. Yep. So it isn't this either or, like you're either someone who fully embraces technology and thinks the online experience gives you everything you need or you're someone that comes in person and the in-person experience gives you everything you need. No, we're designed to be connected with one another. Yeah, I hear so. community in that, I hear engagement in that. And I think you can have both. So mm -hmm. the person who cannot, for whatever reason, walk into a church mm -hmm. building but is very intentional mm -hmm. every week to engage online, I think just making sure that they build that community piece. So whether mm -hmm. it's bringing church inside your house, that you have mm -hmm. those five or six people that you're bringing yep. in. Because there's more than the engagement, like listening to the sermon and having that discussion with other people and, and mm -hmm. hearing what they bring and helping you apply, like hearing other voices of how mm -hmm. we can apply what you're reading, what you're listening to. There's also that accountability piece that yeah. if... I totally agree. You can come every single yep. week, not engage with anyone, leave. What are you getting out of that versus the person who is watching online? So bringing that community piece somehow into your life. Mm -hmm. But that accountability piece is hugely important. So talk to me about what you mean by accountability. I think having other people there. So there's a couple things to that. Like making sure you have regular people in your life who can care for you and support you mm -hmm. and pray very specifically for you. Mm -hmm. Be checking in on those prayer requests yeah. more than just that one-time experience on a Sunday. But there's that piece of how are you living your life yeah. day to day? So are you reading your Bible? But are you also still struggling with that? Whatever. Whatever. Fill in the blank. That is anyone there to like hold up the mirror for you on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't agree more. It's like someone could be on online watch and be in super engaged in a women's Bible study or have a small group that they're meeting and engage. And it's like the teaching that they're receiving is coming through mm -hmm. an online experience. Mm -hmm. Okay, like there's space for that, absolutely. I think of the people that will never come or can't come, all right? These are gifts, technology a gift. Right. But if all you do is sit and watch um, some TV evangelist or preacher, even give to a TV or a web thing, pray as they, pr if you don't have community and connection, you're missing an aspect of the one anothering that's a part of being a church and a gathering of people. So lo on location, technology, either way, if you're doing it without other people, you're missing God's design for you. Yeah and missing God's design for church. Mm -hmm. So rethinking yeah. what the word church actually means. Yeah. It's beyond the building. So we're gonna start churches in other parts of the world. Like that's a part of what Faith Church wants to do. And it do we get to- It have a building. It, yeah, it, won't, it doesn't need to time. look like this, but what does it need to actually be a church? I mean, one of the key components is a group of people that are called out of the community 
who love one another, who open up God's word together, who pray together, who celebrate the Lord's Supper together, who can baptize, who can hold each other accountable, who can pray and praise God together. That could be three people under a palm tree. Mm-hmm. Like that's a church. That's a church. Right? And that's great. And without that, that group of people is going to miss something that if they were streaming online to the states, they wouldn't get. So, yeah, it's kind of fun to think about what is the minimum requirement of a church? Mm-hmm. What is it actually ne- what's the limited mim- mi- I don't even know how to say it. I'm not going I'm going to make up words. It's <laughs> the it's minimum requirement <laughs> of what it means to be a church. It's like, okay, if we have that, then whether there's a cross or pews or hymns or a band, how long, how short, it doesn't matter. No. So, don't need to don't need shoes. That's a combination of pews and church. Don't need pews, don't need a cross. I need but a you tie. need community. Yeah, but I need, I need to wear a tie. To be a real pastor. Yeah, I mean, I think it's true. You need either a collar or a tie or a comb-over wig or just a comb-over to be a... We can work on that. Yeah. Order up a comb-over wig. Find community. Yeah. Thanks for watching.